In the Alleluia verse today, we read, Come, Lord, and do not delay. Release thy people from their sins. And in Matins, we pray, Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, fear not. God himself will come and save you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Running is something that we do often enough. Some run to relieve stress. It's a good exercise for that. Some do it just to keep in shape. But many, by running, and here I'm not talking about the exercise, by running they bring only stress and anxiety into their lives. I'm thinking of Jonas, the prophet of the Old Testament, who thought it wise to run away when God had given him the mission to preach to the Ninevites. He ran away from his mission and found a boat that would take him away from the city. And he came face to face with God, you might say, in the belly of the whale. He ran into worse problems by running away from responsibility. It goes to show, though, that when it comes to running from God, sooner or later, we always come face to face with him. I knew a man once who seemed to be in a foot race with God, if you pardon that expression. He seemingly was always running away from the good God. But God, who came to save and not to condemn, was in hot pursuit of him, showering grace upon grace upon grace in this man's soul. He wasn't Catholic. He kept his promises to not get in the way of the Catholic education of his children. He himself would not at first even set foot in a Catholic church. But after years, he would go, and he was friends with all the priests, but he never would become a Catholic, no matter how many people encouraged him. And I don't know why to this day, but he was running from God. Perhaps it was from fear. I'm not sure. But it was this fear that eventually brought him to the feet of God that fear of death. God finally had cut up to him, and this man acknowledged his defeat. He was defeated by the mercy of God and a hope in the better life. He died a Catholic, fortified with all of God's sacraments just one year ago today. Have you been running? I know for a fact that some of you have and have been doing so for quite a long time. You flee silence because there we hear and we feel the warnings of conscience and the sweet voice of God calling us to himself. Trahenos, draw us to thyself, O Lord. We flee from meditation, spiritual reading, because in that, we find our guilt. It is 
shining out. We can't avoid seeing it, and we are urged to turn away from sin and to follow Almighty God. But fleeing or running away from these things, the, the things that bring us peace, they bring us, in a sense, face to face with God. We spend our life, like Adam and Eve, as I mentioned in previous Advent sermons, they fled through shame from the voice of God after they committed sin, and they hid themselves. Only God knew where they were, what they had done. God approaches, and we flee. He comes, and we go. Our Advent dispositions are much different from those of the prophets of the Old Testament that are expressed in the prayers of Holy Mother Church during this time. The Church, in the words of the prophets and other holy men and saints, asks our blessed Lord to come in his great mercy, but at the same time that we pray these words in our hearts, we are running away. But listen, our Lord pursues us, not to condemn us, but to show his mercy, his forgiveness to us. Stop running. Stop tuning out the voice of God and listen for just a moment to the longings of the prophets and the saints for the coming of Christ. Isaiah tells us, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, that is, God with us. And today's O Antiphon, O Adonai, and leader of the house of Israel, who didst appear to Moses in the fire of the flaming bush, come and redeem us by thy outstretched arm. And in Isaiah, in Matins today, God tells him, Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage and fear not. God himself will come and save you. And send forth, O Lord, the Lamb, the ruler of the earth. But during this Advent season, today is the, the devotional feast of the expectation of Our Lady, think what must have been the, the dispositions the longing of the Blessed Virgin Mary for the coming of Christ. What must have been those nine months as the Messiah dwelt in her womb? How prayerful, how much she longed for the day of his birth on that Christmas night. This is mostly left to our imagination, but it is a very powerful thought. The prophets longed for our Lord's birth. Every day they prayed for it. They saw the misery of the human race each day, each year, falling lower and lower and lower into sin and misery. And so they longed for someone who would come and redeem them. Now, here's the fourth preparation for our Advent program this year. It's the most important one, 
For some of you, it might be the most difficult, but it is important. Stop running. Stop dead in your tracks. Stop running from your God, your Savior, your Redeemer. Turn back to him. Fall on your knees, as the Christmas hymn tells you, and surrender. Show that you have been defeated by the hound of heaven. Yes, you might say, you've committed many sins, sins of which you're ashamed, greatly ashamed, sins so terrible that you can't bear the thought of God, let alone approaching him. You might be tempted to think that your sins are too many and the number of them overwhelms you completely, that they are too horrible and that you yourself are too miserable and hopeless and weak, and it's just not possible anymore to turn to God. But I say to you, and I'm speaking to you in the name of Christ, that it is our very misery, our very sinfulness, our helplessness and hopelessness that brought God down from heaven to earth that Christmas night. He came to save, to redeem, to lift up, not to condemn, as so many other traditional Catholics like to do, but to save. Stop running. Let God finally catch up. Face him. This is the fourth step. Have you made your Christmas confession? Have you made your peace with God? It's the best way to find peace of heart in this world, a good confession. It's the best way to get rid of those mountains of pride and of sin that stand in the way of you and God. Here's some practical advice. Perhaps for some of you it's been years since you've made a good confession or just been to confession at all. Perhaps you're the anxious type that fears the confessional or what the priest might say, that he might scold you or the like. The answer to all of that, don't overthink it. Decide it now, I'm going to go to confession and throw yourself into the action and never turn back. If you haven't been to confession in a while and your confession might take some time, then decide now to call a priest today and set up an appointment for this week to make your general confession. Secondly, if you've been spending this Advent following our program, you've had a week of silence and a week of reading, if you've done that seriously, then you've already discovered, at least for the most part, the sins that are on your soul. And if not, then take some time to examine your conscience. And thirdly, when you go into the confessional, hide nothing, keep nothing back, lay, lay out all of your misery, all of your sinful deeds, 
and all of the filth before the priest who is the distributor of God's mercy. God said, say to the faint-hearted, do not be afraid. God himself will come and save you. This is the fourth step and final step. Go to confession. This step is the one that will ensure that you celebrate a true Christmas because no matter what else goes on in your world, whatever goes on in your life, there is one thing that is true, that you are in the state of grace, you're a friend of God, and you can finally stop running. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.